0: Welcome everybody to episode thirty-five of the Post Twenty podcast. My name is Evan. I'm joined this evening by my two co-hosts, Matt and Trevor. How are you guys doing this week?
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: what is that? What is that response?
1: I've been sweating through. If I if I if I could uh, measure the amount of sweat I produced this week, be in the uh, in the pools.
2: Yeah. Oh damn! You feel like a whole. You could feel like a whole pail.
1: No, I'm saying like, like an, an Olympic pool,
2: like salt. Oh, oh style Yeah, yeah. I
1: it's mean, been bad. Nice, it's top, but it's it's good. Getting... It's pretty accurate. No, it's yeah, been yeah. it's
0: been so fucking hot here, man, and the humidity's been disgusting too. Yeah, I know. Working on the beach, like I've been. It's it's like you get the first layer of sweat on, and then like then the sand and shit starts to stick to you. So if uh, I don't, so it's, I have to make a decision. Like, do I want to wear a shirt and sweat my balls off because I'm hot, or do I want to take my shirt off, work with no shirt, and then be a little bit cooler but be covered in sand? It's just it sucks, man. It sucks so bad. But, well, I'll be honest. I,
1: you I usually work. Um, yeah, I mean, I usually work with my shirt on, so my farmer's tan has been going hard since June. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know.
2: Well, Evan uh, definitely wants to work with his shirt off to flex all the hair. Big chest hair moves. I,
0: well, I oh. had shaved it for the first time in my entire life. Like
2: I don't know. Like it, clean or like you trimmed. No, nah, bro,
0: clean. 'Cause I wanted to take I wanted to take some progress pics uh when I was at like my bulkiest. So I shaved mm-hmm. everything so I could get a full read on my definition on my chest. And true. It hurt it hurt me so bad dude it hurt to not have chest hair i just didn't feel oh it
2: meant it mentally hurt you. oh yeah mentally
0: not physically i just didn't feel Uh... like didn't feel like me i have
1: to have you
2: can see a huge difference there's a huge difference from um having chest hair and not like your body looks completely different i was gonna gonna say i
1: didn't know if it would have felt like maybe like a euphoric moment like some some kind of like newborn moment or it just been <laughs> taking away like half your identity
0: i feel like i ripped my identity off because i'm just like a, i'm a hairy
2: guy i'm yeah. always you should have you should have gotten morgan the wax strip you did oh up as a video it would have felt Ooh, for the content
0: it would have felt better maybe i will maybe i'll let her do that so I need to get. Cool. Like, I would have
2: had a 40, a 40 year old virgin moment. Steve Carell. <laughs> Steve Carell.
0: Mine's not quite that thick, but, but it's I have thick Chester.
2: No, nah, that oh was boy. werewolf
1: thick. Steve oh Carell, Chester. God.
0: That's I watched that a couple of weeks ago. It was on uh, like TBS or something. So funny, man. So classic. Yeah. All
3: right.
0: Should we talk about uh, talk about our things that we have on the agenda for today?
2: Yeah, yeah I'm down.
0: All right. So uh I think we should probably start off um considering that we we kind of go over sports most of the time. I think we would be remiss to not mention um the state of the MLB restart. Um so the first couple of days shambles. It's it's a shambles, yeah, for sure. The first couple of days were really good. It was nice to uh it was nice to see baseball back. Hello. What am I? What My am bad. I, oh, that's My okay. bad. Yeah. yeah. That's okay.
2: I, I yeah. The weather channels on in the back. We're like, getting some weather up like, We're what, getting storms coming, guys. What,
0: what the fuck am I hearing about storms?
2: um <laughs> <the> local <laughs> meteorologist. Go on, Evan.
0: Dan Skeldon. Um.
2: <laughs> oh. oh that's, Schwartz, not, man. That's, that's, that's another story.
0: Oh yeah, I I should tell the Dan Skeldon story. Maybe at the end if we have time. Um. So yeah. anyway, Listeners. the the MLB was back. Um and then what was it, three days in after the initial uh series, uh it just so happens that that the coronavirus has affected our team, you know. Uh the Phillies have had to postpone two series now because of course after playing the Florida Marlins, um there was an influx of positive COVID tests. the the final number of Florida Marlins players that tested positive for COVID was 14. So that was obviously after their away stand in Philadelphia. And since um, the Philadelphia Phillies have all been tested, I don't know if any positive tests have come back on the players. All negative, okay all negative, yep. Yeah, so two personnel I saw from the Phillies have it, but that could be from other things. Um but still true, very true. but still just Reg- be
2: regardless, it's a big it's a big bump in the road.
0: It's a huge bump in the road, and the uh commissioner came out today and said if the MLB can't get a handle or tr- take it seriously on on what's going on or that the MLB uh organizations, you know, then the league could be suspended. But to me, I mean, can you put this on the fucking organizations?
1: Now, I kind of want to break this down, the whole scenario between the Phillies and the Marlins, uh, post-game finding out about the uh, outbreak in Miami, kind of in detail. So we found out that 14 players... Uh, well, not actually, they weren't all players, I think, four from the coaching staff, yeah. Uh, a couple, I think, from possibly the supporting staff, and Russian rest of the players uh, were uh, diagnosed with COVID 19. So, what they did was they held them, I think, if I'm not mistaken, being still held in Philly right now, yeah, for uh, private quarantine in the hotel, I'm sure, that they arrived in. Now, what Manfred did come out to say. I think this was a day, maybe two days after that uh, last game between the Phillies and Marlins, was that they set up protocols for this type. They, I mean, they almost expected this to happen. Yeah, of course. You know, um, and you know they want to prepare for the worst, and obviously they did. So they had proto- They had the protocol for this, which was to suspend the series um, for both teams, and. They, I'm sure, they sterilized the balls off of the Citizens Bank. Yeah, yeah. Both locker rooms, everything. Uh, but I, I think it's kind of, it's kind of far out there to suspend the series between uh, Phillies and Blue Jays because if you had your, you know, in, uh, sterilization enforcement team run through the Citizens Bank. And you have tested it, all the Phillies, the players, the coaching staff, everyone that that was in attendance to it. Then, most likely, like, well, I'm, I'm not even saying chances. I'm saying if you've done all the correct steps in order to prevent another outbreak, then what's the point of suspending that series between Blue Jays and Phillies?
0: Well, I think if it, if it's protocol and it's it, you have to. Then you have to follow it so that other teams follow it, and you just keep the standard the same. Um, right. But I kind of, I mean, I mean this this other series got canceled too. It's been two right. series now, right? They were sp- supposed to play the Yankees as well, the Phillies. So, yes. I mean, I, I just don't understand why why Manfred would then come out today and say, if teams don't take this more seriously, then we're going to suspend the season. I mean, they're obviously taking it as seriously as they can. Like, what 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 the fuck could they have done? They're not playing in a bubble. This isn't this isn't the players' fault. This isn't organization's fault. The agreement that the, that the MLB commissioner agreed on was that they wouldn't play this in bubbles, in a bubble. And I think the bubble is the only way that you can really say, you know, that that it's going to be as safe as possible. So. Ultimately, this comes down on him. I don't understand why he's out there saying, oh, you need to take this more seriously. I mean, he he should have thought this through more. This ultimately falls on the commissioner.
1: And that that comment he made falls back on him again because he said, like I just said, like two days after, like, oh, we've had protocol. And he said after, you know, he said the protocol stuff— we are still. We will still continue with the MLB uh, season. Yeah. Uh, this won't stop the other teams or anything like that. And now you know that he just mentioned uh, there may be a chance of it being in jeopardy. Well, then you just contradicted yourself. Yeah, he's spineless. You know, you, you just yeah. Yeah, it's so it's frustrating. I, I don't know. It's it's yeah. It's a, that's a headache and a half. Yeah.
0: I just think it it spells disaster for like like the NFL is not doing a bubble and I think it's going to spell disaster for them too, because Goodell is the same kind of wishy washy, like dorky fucking dude. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Goodell's a little smarter and I think money is, is what he's most concerned about. I think Manfred is just a bumbling idiot. Like there's no reason that he should be the commissioner, but the situation itself is, is interesting. And, I'm I'm very curious to see what's going to happen because as the days have gone by since the, the announcement that the Marlins players tested positive, things have gotten bleaker and bleaker for the right for the vision of the MLB going on. So we'll have to see. Um, but I mean, I don't know.
2: They they could take a page out of the MLS's book with how they did the MLS restart bubble tournament. With uh two of the teams being in similar situations with staff and players testing positive, they just didn't compete at all. Yeah. But it's a different it's a different setup. At, like the MLS is doing a tournament based thing, while MLB is trying to have an or- like a official season. Yeah. Where everybody plays, and then if a certain team's not involved, then there's a definite um, asterisk next to whoever wins it.
0: Right. Of course. And. Mm-hmm. It's that's 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 true, Matt. It's weird because um, in a tournament format, you can kind of you can kind of restructure and, and fix it. But in a season format, if you're removing a whole team like it, I think it would be a huge asterisk, especially for for the MLB, where there's where there is a lot of good competitive teams.
2: Well, I think right now the best the best thing to do is the bubble situation.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's just it's, it's been safest. showing
2: the it's been yeah it's been showing the best results with MLS players. There's hardly been any scares or cases. Maybe more towards the beginning, but now that they're in the thick of it and we're getting in the quarterfinals now, it's going well. And the NBA seems to be doing the same thing.
0: The NBA hasn't had one positive test, I don't think, since players reported to the campus.
2: Not that I've There's, heard now. There's been issues with players walking around the facilities without masks and being bitched at. Yeah, well, I guess I think Dwight Howard's come out and said like he doesn't understand why we're in the safest place where we've been quarantined for two weeks. We've self quarantined in our our hotel rooms for two straight days. Right, like we're in no contact with anybody besides our teams. He doesn't understand why they can't walk around without masks. I think completely understand. I think that's
0: I think that's totally
2: fair too. I, I agree.
0: I mean, they're in a—they're in literally in a sterile bubble environment. If they're not letting people out, and nobody has tested positive, then there's no reason for any of them to be wearing masks. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you have to think about personnel, though, right? Because there's personnel that's allowed out.
1: To an extent, I guess. Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's a slippery slope. Because, uh, like, like, part of me kind of agrees. Like, it's—it's it's ridiculous that they have to all all the players have to wear masks everywhere they go because they're not wearing masks when they're on the fucking when they're on the court. So I mean these guys are all interfacing anyway. The only time they should be forced to wear masks is when they're with not non-player personnel, you know. And they're not really supposed to be with those people ever anyway. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, they section them off pretty well.
0: Yeah. It's. I think it's actually super impressive. The. I am. I'm a champion of the NBA and the way that the league that league is run, but I think it's super impressive how they've managed to get this restarted. They seemed like they were on top of their game for the entire time. Like they were ready, and I'm really glad yeah, that it's Adam, back.
2: Yeah, Adam Silver is a pretty good commish. Yeah. he's very likable.
0: I think he's a weirdo, and he's kind of weaselly, and I don't. For some reason, I don't trust him. But he's a really good commissioner. He's he's done a lot of really really good things. I made a lot of really good decisions. The it's league. just that look.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's
0: a little Weasley. It's that look. Yeah, he's a little Weasley for sure.
1: I don't know. I don't know him. Uh, you know, as as well as uh any other commissioner, I guess. I don't. Know. It's, but it's just like I don't know. it's just like for anyone who wouldn't know the NBA commissioner just took the first look at him. You're like, oh,
2: yeah. I'm well, not looks- taking a shot. That's not.
1: He does Not look, taking a shot at him or anything. <laughs> yeah, he does
0: look kind of out of place. Like he's like the smallest, most frailest, like weird-looking, sickly guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, have you guys uh, have you guys watched any of these NBA restart uh, the restart games or no?
1: Yes. What did you think? Been, I thought. Uh, well, the Sixers uh, game we just watched the other night. Um, it's pretty that was impressive. A, that was a uh, scrimmage, right? Yeah, that was a scrimmage. I don't think that was a regular uh, season game, and they had um, Embiid was out. Uh, I don't know. Some someone said he was sick, or someone said, and I don't think like sick when COVID sick or had the cold or whatever. But um, or or and someone and you know or it, that's just like a rumor, and but uh, no, I think they're just sitting him out right now. He's a calf. Um,
0: he's a calf issue.
1: Oh, he's a calf issue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. So. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Simmons and, uh, Thibel and I think Jay Rich was in there. They were getting some key playing minutes and putting up, uh, putting points up. So they were, it was a fun game to watch, though. Yeah.
0: yeah. I thought they looked decent in the scrimmage. And then last night was the first game, first night of actual games. Uh, Lakers Clippers was super entertaining to watch. And I remember last week, um, I think it was the conversation we had. No, it wasn't last week. It was the week before. We had a conversation and, um, I said I was expecting a really good product, and then I think you guys said it, it was kind of up in the air still. But I, I was impressed. I was really happy to see that, that last night's game, the guys looked pretty up to snuff. I mean, it, it wasn't the best, but it was, yeah. I'd say, regular NBA season caliber game, right?
2: Definitely worth yeah, watching uh, yeah, I was on the side of uh, it was going to be pretty bad, but uh, I'm ha- I'll am i happily accept being wrong. Oh, yeah. Those yeah, two games last night, the Lakers game came down to the wire. You had Paul George hit a clutch three, and then LeBron goes the other end and puts in a layup for the win. And yeah. then the, pre- the game before that, Z- you get Zion, which the NBA is trying to force down your throat <laughs> yeah. with the extending the playoffs and stuff. Like John Morant came out and said it's kind of bullshit how they're trying that's it's not fair to like them because they're in that eighth spot and they still haven't clutched it because everybody wants to market zion yeah yeah which by the way he looks like he got bigger yeah he looks he does i know you're right
0: i agree He probably has he is
2: an absolute monster and that goes without saying <laughs> he really that's like is one of the most obvious things you can say
1: but Do you think he he's, he's the, the uh, lightest
2: guy He's
1: got the same uh, dis- history as LeBron. Or you think he's like up there? Or you think they're like about the same? Same what? I know. Le- I don't know. Muscular, like you know. Do you think there is? I mean, I mean, LeBron's a pretty big guy, but um, no, I think Le- LeBron that, uh,
0: has gotten smaller over the years. He's gotten yeah. a little like doughier in the midsection. He's still a strong motherfucker, but like he's LeBron has 100 percent lost some strength. Zion,
2: I mean, is I mean, for Monson last night's game, you couldn't tell him, you couldn't tell he's in his seventeenth season. Oh no, absolutely not.
0: That you're right, you're totally right. But if you look at if you look at LeBron's physical ability, like I'd uh, say like eight years ago when he's with the Heat still, if you if you compare a game <clears throat> that he played last night to then his his play style is different. He's more of a, of a facilitator now, and he exerts himself when he has to. He's just—he's learned to play smarter instead of instead of uh, using his body to its full potential. If he played that,
2: yeah, 20- if
0: he played that hard every night, he'd be fucking dead by now.
2: Yeah, nowadays you have load management, but uh, yeah, twenty twelve to like twenty sixteen, is like prime LeBron James right it's, there. It's
0: just unreal. It's like, it's like watching. It, no other player in the world, in the entirety hist- entire history of bas- basketball, has dominated and played to that level of physical basketball while also being that skilled. He was so good, still is amazing.
2: But yeah,
0: it was it was good to watch that the Lakers uh, win last night. I think the Lakers are gonna win and i think that's the narrative that the nba is pushing for too i think they probably want him, uh the lakers to win but we'll have to see i mean the bucks i think the bucks have a shot too man i honestly do i wonder
2: so so how does the structure work real quick just like a quick recap so like they're going to finish out the regular season and then it goes into the normal playoffs
0: yes allegedly All right
2: i'm looking right now and it says the last games before playoffs are august 14th those are the last regular season games so we'll have two full weeks of basketball every every day day.
0: just like just like absolute barrage of games every day so yeah um,
2: because i'm looking here it's like the bare minimum is four games a day yeah there's a 1 Which p.m. Is pretty good if you're a basketball fan.
0: Yeah, there's like a 1 p.m., three thirty, six, 6, and then 8:30 time slot and then some nights there's like 7 p.m. games. So, uh, yeah, the the minimum is like 4. You're you're going to see all kinds. I think there's games at 2 that can start at 2, 4. So, I'm really excited, man. I think this is going to be awesome. I'm super super it looks like excited. It's like they
2: have a good they have a good rotation to where you play every two game or every two days.
0: Yeah. Which just goes back to, I, th- I think the NBA had a handle on this early. I'm glad they did too, because as long as they can keep COVID out of the bubble, like this is going to be so sick to watch. And I really hope the Sixers can actually perform. Even if there's an asterisk on the season, I'm really excited to watch them play.
2: Well, it's going to be so- interesting to see load management in effect with how, how um, short of a time span they have to complete all these games. Yeah. Whether they're going to rest guys more more or less in different different situations, whether you're the Lakers and you're playing uh, the Kings or somebody, or rather you play, you go up against the Clippers, like how oh, they'll decide those minutes.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to just absolutely decimate the players, honestly. I think they're going to play the Stars to the fucking absolute death because I think the people are just so, the teams are so like desperate to win. to to be, you know, we were the champions of the year that things went to shit. I think this title is actually going to mean a lot, especially if the Lakers win it.
2: Yeah, I think you're going to see guys deeper on the bench get a lot more um, camera time, and you're going to see how deep teams' rosters are.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a more personal experiment, and I think we're actually going to get a product that is really different to what we're used to with the NBA, even though that, that product is really good. I think that this is going to be a really, really cool, uh, project that they're that they have going on here. I'm I'm happy that it's back. I'm I'm really excited.
2: Yeah, I'm on the same page as you.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's cool. I mean, definitely happy they're back. And I think what like a lot of the fan bases from like other sports, like uh, the NHL, um, well, the NBA included, and I guess uh, you know the NFL even so, they're very concerned about the state of the MLB right now because they're hoping that their sport sport won't follow suit into, you know, God forbid the MLB suspends the rest of their series, then the NFL will be like, well, the MLB suspended, so maybe we should double think about having a season. But that's very, like, rare, though, for it to happen.
0: Yeah. So actually, quick, you mentioned the NHL, and I immediately thought of Canada. Um, The NHL is going to do their bubble system in Canada, right?
1: Uh, That's what I heard. Check that. Yeah, because... You can't travel... Well, they already as a, had a few scrimmages.
0: Yeah, you can't travel as a, as a U.S. team to and from Canada because even the Blue Jays... The Blue Jays don't have a home stadium. You know You guys know that, right? The Toronto Blue Jays are really? not allowed to play in Canada. The Canadian government mm-hmm. said you can't play here at the Rogers Centre. So they're trying to find a place where they can play their home games in the States. Because they don't want the COVID situation getting worse in Canada. It's kind of a nightmare,
2: dude. Yeah, you're right. They're doing the bubble in uh, Toronto. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense.
0: That's, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That's number one, it's a huge hockey area and hockey country. Yeah. And then the COVID numbers are like basically nothing in Canada.
2: Yeah. That's a definite, that's a definite smart move. The NBA could have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. There would have been less restrictions and less issues. In Canada? Yeah, MLS could have did the same thing. All these leagues have Canadian teams involved.
0: That's the thing. Yeah, but then you got to go through... I mean, these leagues are American, though, so you have to go through whatever the fuck uh, government bullshit you have to go through to get it. I feel like the NHL is kind of a smaller league compared to the NBA,
2: right? Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. In
1: retrospect, yeah, for sure. I think they didn't have to go through um, as many... Oh well, let's just use yeah, as as many as much paperwork, let's say I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean you know. Um um so we talked about we were just talking about the blue jays. Let's take it back to the MLB quick. Did you guys see this Joe Kelly thing? Woo This one. Yeah,
2: like- he's see? become uh he's become a star overnight.
0: This guy has so much fucking swag.
2: He's the the unsung hero,
1: they call him now, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. He got it.
0: So we'll talk about the suspension in a minute. Um for those of you that don't know, um, Joe Kelly, pitcher for the Dodgers. Uh they played the Astros not last night, but the night before. Um he, he struck out Carlos Correa um on a looking on a looker. Um and He decided that he he wanted to talk some shit as he walked off the mound. (laughs) So he mouthed... uh, I I don't remember what he mouthed, but he was was making gestures with his face and his lips. Um, And then he told Correa to shut the fuck up. And this is the first time that the benches have cleared since the restart. Um, But Correa was so mad, you could tell that he was pissed. Um, And I mean, Joe Kelly had had thrown at Bregman, I think, earlier on in the night. Um, but these guys deserve to get fucking thrown at. They cheated. Um but since since the yeah, that, Go
2: ahead. I was just gonna say that's the main argument people are saying, whether um it's not that he got suspended for eight games, it's the fact that the Astros didn't get punished whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean he's just doing what what every single fucking pitcher in, in baseball fields, you know, they, they he didn't these, even
1: get ejected. They no, I didn't eject him. Did they? No, no. Yeah. It,
0: it uh, eight game suspension was like happened post game. Um, right. He's, they've handed out discipline to members of the Dodgers and the Astros. So, uh, you know, it's just so weird because Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers, he got handed a one game suspension, Joe Kelly got an eight-game suspension, um, and then Astor's manager, Dusty Baker, who's been managing forever, um, got a fine. So all of this kind of shit could have been avoided if the commissioner, once again, Rob Manfred, decided to actually discipline the players that cheated. We wouldn't be dealing with this. So... He
1: did, and this is, you know, uh, this this is a basic I mean, this is the first thing they should have done. They did do. They took away their uh, their title. They took away their, uh, you know, their uh, series trophy from the year of that. Um, so they, you know, the court, you know, as far as that goes. But I mean, he did uh, miss a couple moves, you know, that he that he should have acted upon as a commissioner.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just—I don't know. It was entertain It was super entertaining to
1: watch. Like
0: uh, he, <laughs> the guy has balls. Like Joe Kelly has a lot of balls for what he did. Um,
1: Dude, it's Squints from
0: Sandlot. He's yeah, grown-up Squints. He looks like uh, <laughs> if you guys have ever se- watched Major League kind of like the uh the behavior kind of like ricky vaughn yeah charlie yeah. sheen from, from major league and he's wearing the glasses yeah. on the mound too and when i watched the clip the first time i was like oh man this guy's a fucking character that's funny. Well, it was it was really funny i was i was uh giggling the night i watched the clip
2: yeah he he posted on his instagram yesterday clearly stating that he's not apologizing for what he did and he said they're hiding in their dugout right now since i'm suspended yeah. So okay. he's he's doubling down on his stance, which is good to see. A lot of more people need to do that when it comes to uh, apologies and stuff and mobs coming after him.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like every other organization and every other fan base from every other organization probably threw him a thumbs up on all the social media platforms for doing that.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, I think all the pitchers are standing behind him, you know, the entirety of the league with that. But yeah, it was cool. It was it was actually really funny, and it's kind of nice to see. You know, fuck the Astros. I'm I'm pissed off about that too.
1: A lot of people hate them.
0: Yeah. So, uh was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? I know we were we were gonna try and do locks this week, but it didn't work out. I have a couple picks that I can say if if people are looking for them.
2: Yeah, dude, dish it out.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, so coming off a, I think I'm zero six past. No, I was 0-6. We didn't do picks last week. And then we're not doing picks this week. So so here's what I have uh for this week. Um I have the Rays versus the Orioles. Uh I have the Rays money line, which is minus 189. That's tonight, I think. Um and then I have Bucks versus Celtics, I got the Bucks money line minus two hundred, I got an odds boost on Draftkings for that one, so I got them at plus five hundred, and as hey. of right now, they are up 16-2 with eight forty five to go in the first quarter Ooh.
2: yeah, boys, the money's already burning in your pocket <laughs> so that's
0: that, that's a nice little uh it's a nice little start uh we'll have to check back. you guys will have to check back at the end of the episode uh or at the end of the week to gloat when the Celtics inevitably win. Um, and then tomorrow, I have Arsenal versus Chelsea. I'm taking the Arsenal money line at plus 220. So that's uh, an FA Cup final game. It'll go into pens if it has to. Well, extra time first and then penalties. I think somebody's. You I don't know. What's that?
2: I was just going to say, I didn't realize Arsenal were that big underdogs.
0: Yeah, they're, they're plus 220, which is a really, really, really nice value pick. It, it's worth oh, throwing yeah. 10 bucks there, I feel like.
2: You would know? call that like
1: a, a rarity in their uh, perspective, I guess. I mean, I just
2: thought the odds would be a lot closer. I, I thought, thought it would be, be like closer. Chelsea yeah. would be like minus 115, and the Arsenal would be like plus 160 or something. I didn't think it'd be that.
3: Big. Yeah.
0: So I checked. Yeah. Uh, what book did I look at? I think I looked at Betfair, um, and it was plus 220 for Arsenal Moneyline. So those odds could have changed by the time you guys hear this. Um, mm. But. But if not, and if you hear this almost right away, I would hop on that before the uh, before the game tomorrow. Um. But that's it. That's my picks for the week. Um. We'll have to see. Evan
1: prepping his cannons for the heaviest comeback in history. Oh, dude, I'm coming. <laughs> I,
0: I think at the end of the year, at the end of the year, whoever has the like the worst record, they should have to do something. Or we'll have to think about it.
2: What are us three on our overall f- our record? Yeah, at
0: the end of the at the end of one entire year, on episode fifty two. Ooh, what do you think?
2: Okay, you I like, like that, that idea. Blew it down. We'll have to, down. have to
0: we'll have to brainstorm something. You don't
2: need that. All right. Uh, all right. We want to wrap. You said you wanted to close. You can close out with your Dan Skelton story if that's going to take too long. Oh, all right. That yeah, that'll start? that'll just be a couple minutes. Go. So, close out with that.
0: So back, Matt, you know this story, right?
2: Uh, yeah, kinda a little bit of it.
0: Okay, so so back in the day, um, when I when we were all in high school, there's a weatherman, uh, who was no longer a weatherman in this area. His name was Dan Skeldon, and this fucking guy was a weasel. He was a weirdo, and we didn't no nobody liked him, and he would he would consistently. Yeah, he would consistently get the fucking forecasts wrong when we were in school in the winter. Every time he'd be like calling for six, you know, uh, we're getting six to eight inches tomorrow and it would be nothing. It would be rain or what would wind up being fucking 70 degrees in January. He was always wrong in the most unbelievable way. And we would always get our hopes up that we weren't going to have to go to school. So after, I, I don't know, after years and years of fucking tolerating this guy's absolutely bullshit calls, we decided to start a Twitter campaign, and it was hashtag fuck Dan Skeldon. So, <laughs> yeah, so... Straight I, to the point. I mean, it, it must have <laughs> been like, I don't know, maybe eight to ten of us. We are probably 14, 15, no, 15 or 16. and we That's would, a heavy start. We would all tweet... Hashtag fuck Dan Skeldon. We would tweet it at him and we would tweet it not at him and it got some traction. It got a little bit of traction. And so he knew Oh he knew I, who I, we were. I, oh yeah, he knew.
1: I d I I didn't mean to cut you off, like, he, he knew why like you guys were like coming at him. Like he had an idea like, okay, I'm not like that good of a weatherman. So yeah. probably why they started this campaign.
0: I mean, in retrospect, like he wasn't really that bad of a weatherman. We were just mad that school that school wasn't getting cancelled. so so little by little this guy used to he would just block us and every once in a while he would respond to somebody and been like sorry i'm not responsible for the snow like it's not my fault (laughs) and we would just tell him like dan get your fucking get your shit right then get your fucking calls right and nobody's gonna we won't tweet abuse at you and eventually don't get our hopes up eventually he blocked us all and then years years passed and he changed his title a little bit, and he, he moved somewhere else um, and became a weatherman there. <laughs> and we brought it back, and we brought back Fuck Dan Skelton. He was, in like, he was in an entirely different state. And at that point, like we had all been unblocked. So I guess he cleared his block list, but he blocked us again. And now I don't know where he is, Damn. man. I don't even know if he's a weatherman anymore.
2: He fell off the grid.
0: He was probably fucking scared that we were going to come to his house. We hated that Jesus fucking guy
2: Christ. We hated that guy the, tril- the trilogy of the hashtag Needs to happen We've only seen two parts So we gotta
0: bring it back Dan Skelton, if you ever come out of that fucking hole That you're hiding in Don't worry The hashtag will come back And by then I'll have 500,000 followers On this podcast We'll be making millions <laughs> Dan Damn. And we're gonna pay you To come on our show And we're gonna grill you
2: Imagine I'm, we do something like how uh, Barstool does it with their gambling show. Like they have Hannah, the weather girl. We could have Dan on there as a yeah, we weatherman. Yeah, c- we could have Dan oh, yeah. true. Dan, the weatherman. You think if oh, we yeah. paid him
0: enough, we could just like uh, pour hot coffee and stuff on him. What, he just let us? I don't
2: think we need to, I don't. I don't think he I don't think no matter how much we paid him, he wouldn't want to be humiliated like that.
0: Uh, his fucking... His weatherman skills were so bad. He deserves it.
1: Just have him come on and just consistently get the wrong reports like it'll be december and he'll be like all right we're looking at 87 degrees tomorrow I'm like yeah. oh, i don't think so dan <laughs> well it all wrong in,
0: in all seriousness yeah. then you probably are actually a really nice guy and uh sorry for memeing on you but uh you're back then like you were really fucking shit as a weatherman so yeah, uh,
1: everyone's got to get memed every now and then yeah,
0: that's true it's um, good for the heart so, so guys um Message Jenskalden and and tell him that you hope he's well if you can find him and if you can find him and you do find him please let me know <laughs> so that I can. Uh, at first stop.
2: I thought you were extending an olive branch and then you you turn page <laughs> and you're ready to stab him in the neck again. No,
0: I'm not gonna. No, I just want to know where he's at. <laughs>
1: I
2: just want... turned a new
1: leaf. Could have had an epiphanal moment, I'm... but. I just wanna see what, to I just wanna
0: see what's good with old Danny boy. I wanna see if he's changed. Maybe he's gone to school and learned how to do his job. Um so we'll have to see. But let me know if you guys find him and wish him well from me. And I'll be safe to slide in. <laughs> and hit him with hit him with a that's, final a- fucked in skeleton.
1: Before I disappear forever. that's a, that's a good <laughs> finish line moment, I think, for this episode.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening in. As always, we appreciate it. Um, feel free to check out our past podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Post20Pod. And uh, you guys have anything else to say?
1: Uh, nothing Let's, really. Baseball is going to keep Go. going. I'm saying it right now. You think so? I think so.
2: Alright. What if so. it doesn't? Let's make a bet right now to close it out. What if it doesn't? If it doesn't? Oh, yeah, if it God doesn't. I want to video evidence of a chewy. Chewy How about I eat like 20 hot dogs? Nah, I want to see a chewy. <laughs> out right of a work
1: Oh! After work or b- before?
2: Eh, your preference. Oh, you're just giving me the
1: game right there. All right, before, I guess.
2: Jeez. Next week at ba- – all right, how about this? Next week at baseball, still kicking on. Um, if it's still kicking on, I'll do something. What should I do? I'll, I'll do something.
1: I don't know. I mean, that was a pretty bold uh, payout. You just asked me to ante up to, so I feel to uh, repay the favor. I don't know about do a shoe, though. How about a, a how about a – uh, what is it called? A high-noon shotgun? You want me to shotgun? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: A, noon, a nooner shot. A nooner. Day. Get the nooners going. All right, you can do a nooner then. I'll I'll replace it. All right, so if baseball's still going on next week, I'll do a nooner. If it's not, you do a nooner. Oh,
1: man. More of a beard guy, but that's all right.
2: That's fair. That's fair. I'm extending my hand on the on the, the. I see it. I'm now. witnessing
1: I'm it. I'm witnessing it. Fair man. enough. Same here. Gave, gave the shot. All right,
2: yeah. We'll close out on that. Thank you guys so much for watching. Tune in next week to see who does the shoey, or not the shoey, the nooner.
1: <laughs> All right. We'll do, we'll do both. See you guys right, later. Guys, take it easy.